We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you sure Show published to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and other listening platforms. And the best part is that you can get this all for $15 a month. That's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to your sports experience. Acceptance to the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode of find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special edition of the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today is our 2K coach, Frankie, and the great Siobhan. Now remember, you can watch us on twitch.tv slash MIAHeapy to get in on the conversation. We stream every podcast live in addition to our post-game show, Hangover Time. We're doing good. Uh, today's an episode very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's an episode I've been wanting to do for a while, and it's not very often that I am backed up by prominent voices in the national basketball media. 
right? Nikias will oftentimes steal my takes, but he doesn't give me credit. But this time, here we go. I am I am backed up. We are doing the Harrison Barnes special here on Miami Heat beat because Zach Lowe of ESPN fame of formerly Grantland uh, kind of talked a little bit about the idea of Harry B to Miami. So I'm going to play a little clip from the low post podcast, which is like, you know, the second best basketball podcast after the Dunker spot out there, best after Dunker spot and, and he, and the heat beat offering. So I'm going to play a little clip of, uh, if the, of heat, the low post. If the heat try to find that tweener forward that I mentioned, the two obvious places to start are Sacramento and Cleveland. And these are not going to be sexy names at all, which is why the sexier names will get more attention. If they could find a way to get Harrison Barnes into, into that role that he had with the Warriors, he would be unbelievable for Miami. Now, I don't know if they have the goods without a first-round pick to trade to get him. They would probably have to trade a Chua or, or at least one of their core rotation guys, plus the salaries, plus every second-round pick they have, which, by the way, is not many because they've traded, I believe, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2025, 2020. So there we go. We have Zach Lowe. In my corner no, for no, Harry no. B. Who's the second name? It was Larry Nance. I it was Larry so. Nance. Okay. It was Larry Nance. Who's just like and 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 lo- and by the way, like and somebody asked me this on the timeline. I mean, we could talk a little bit about Larry before we get into to the Harrison Barnes stuff. I mean, Siobhan, he would be am- like Larry Nance would be fucking spectacular here. No, he would. He he would be kind of bigger than that tweener but still mobile enough, still agile, still like, you know, a freakish athlete to where he would, you know, hold his own defensively. I believed, you know, depending on how we play him. I don't watch a lot of Cleveland. Don't watch any Cleveland, not going to lie. Because um, <laughs> why would I need to? Colin, why, shout why? out to you. Um, but I like the idea of, of Larry, especially, you know, he's been shooting a bit more lately. Um, they play him at the, like, three three, four, anyway, a bit. Yeah. Three through five. Right. So that would be an interesting as, you know, front court, he and Bam um, and and Jimmy and then your two guards. So I, I like the name. Um, Personally, I would, I think I personally, I like Harry B, but I think I would personally prefer Nance, but I understand why you want Harry B so we can get into that. I mean, honestly, like, I think either one would be perfect, yeah. right? Like, I, like they, Larry shoots really well, so like Larry wouldn't hurt right. your offense. I think he kind of gives you less dimensions, but as a defender, like he would make their defense like special. Like Larry Nance, like in the beginning of the season, he like he was like legitimately like Larry Nance, defensive player of the year candidate? Question mark. His contract's very favorable, so like there, there's a lot of really good there. Um, but Harry B Day, so Frankie, if I were to ask you, what are the Heat's biggest issues on offense right because i think their defense is pretty fucking good what would you have said to me if i asked you frankie like the heat's biggest problems are x uh it's health first of all okay. uh guard guard spot uh, a playmaker guard for, for it doesn't matter really just a playmaker uh two-way preferably and a four spot guy so that the heat can play small like so wants to so I would I would argue in like a more macro sense, it's lack of downhill action and below average shooting. Because essentially, I guess what you mean with the guard is that they don't have a ball handler to kind of get you from 
top of the key to the rim in any kind of pick and roll or handoff situation, right? To put pressure on the defense and, and make plays, make things easier for, for everybody. And the Heat are like middle of the pack, almost below average in, in three-point shooting, which they were like near the top of the league last season. So knowing that, right, like looking at the numbers, watching the games, obviously like that Atlanta game was like fucking hell on earth. Like it was all their bad problems like at once, right? Harrison Barnes, by the way, shout out to Curtis Hero for the gifted sub. Harrison Barnes is shooting 57% off drives to the rim. He is 1.08 points per possession as a pick and roll handle. It's really good. He's 0.93 points per possession as an isolation player, which that's just something Miami doesn't have in their offense. Like Jimmy doesn't even isolate. Goran is really the only guy who isos. Bam should do it more, but doesn't. And Harry is 1.23 points per possession as a spot-up shooter, which is in the 86th percentile. So he's like one of the best in the leagues as a spot-up shooter. He's a good three-point shooter. He's really flirting with 50, 40, 80 uh, you know, season splits. He gets to the line five times and change, which is almost what Bam gets. So you get a little bit of free throw kind of juice as well. He can play the four. He can switch. Like, Siobhan, I know that, like, and I don't know, we can, we're we going to talk like trade packages in a second, mm-hmm. but if he's here, I legitimately think Miami goes from, and eh, we'd be happy if they're a second round team to conference finals or finals. Um. Quickly, do you know? I don't know if you do. What are his measurables? What's his height? Like how how tall is he? So he's about I I don't know exactly. I'll pull that up right now. He's listed on B ball reference at 6'8", 225. See, I like that type of stuff. Height, wingspan, yeah. and weight. Because again, you know, that's what we're missing, right? Size and 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 that type of size. And you know, what he offers in, in terms of offensive, you know, firepower, skill. Um I, I don't dislike that at all. Um, I think that you're right. 6'11 wingspan, by the way, because I know. 6'11. That's yeah. cool. Yep. See, rangy, that can be active, that can get into passing lanes. We do, Oh, God, we do so much being in the passing lane, but we reach with the incorrect hand. So we take ourselves out of stuff all the time. It drives me nuts as a little aside. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I support it. You know, I back it. I'm good with what I believe, you know, it would maybe take also again, we can talk about that later, but I think it does raise your ceiling. It raises, um, it raises your morale. It raises, you know, your points per game. It just raises, you know, the, Oh God, not no pun intended, but it really does raise the temperature of the team. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it as I knew it was going to come out like, fuck that's, (laughs) That was a heat check. You 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 were in a rhythm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I love it. I, I think I think everything that you said, and I think that just bringing in a guy who's averaging you know seventeen points per game on really good efficiency, getting to the rim, kind of take pressure off of Jimmy, can play in it. So like, and this is a problem. Shout, shout out to the dunker spot uh, with Nikias, and he was talking about this on his podcast on how the Clippers have Kawhi and Paul George, but they can't necessarily use them in actions together because if one screens for the other, then that's an easy oh. switch because they're similar sizes. So it's really counterintuitive. They have the there's exact a- same game. Yeah. So yes. there's literally, yes. Go ahead. So with, with, with Barnes, I mean, he's a guy that could screen for Jimmy and he can shoot, he can roll, he would bring a, a four into the game, which, which Jimmy loves getting four to screen for him. He can use guard screens, which Miami loves to use, like Goran or Tyler coming to screen. And he's a guy, 
Like, and if you remember Frankie in the LeBron years, that was like one of the pet Eric Spolster plays. Have Chalmers or Ray Allen come screen up top for LeBron or coming off a boss screen. Like they come up, right? They'll run like these multiple screen sets. And now LeBron has, you know, an advantage plus a small dude between him and the rim. Harrison Barnes, you know, with Miami's movement is going to get a lot of that as well. Like, I just really like the fit. I think that he plugs their holes. I think that he can be used in tandem with the stars they have. He could help space for Bam. Like, to me, if there is a deal there, Frankie, it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Um, he's helped space the floor. He helps spread him off offense. Uh, he knows how to win. He's won a championship. He's played on, on really good teams. Uh, he's been a good leader for the Kings, even though that's a mess of an organization. Um but I, I, I'd like the fit. I think he's like, he's one of those guys that he fits anywhere, really. Like, there's yeah. a, the way he plays. He can play on, play off the ball. He defends. He doesn't need the ball to be successful. He's unselfish. He, he's not, like, loud or anything that, that would be disrupt the locker room or anything like that. I think he's just a good guy that you, any team could use. And uh, he definitely, they, they miss that element of their offense uh, and their defense, uh, having a guy who can hit close to 40% from three, um, make plays, you know, help Bam out when Bam goes out on a switch or a trap uh, and he can stay low. He can, he can definitely move his feet and, and pick a roll and, and help. He doesn't have to drop. He can switch. He can do it. You do a little bit of everything. So he, he's a guy, he's a guy that would absolutely do well here. No, no, go, no, no, go, you, go, you. Just quickly. Oh. Um, I, I like that. Like, his skill set, his skill set transfers because it's for the most part is is fairly diverse. You know, he's able, he can do not exceptionally well, but he can do a lot of things. You know, above proficiency. You know, enough to to you know lead to success for him. So I agree, he's not a specialist by any means. Sometimes that makes you you know harder to sell and, and harder to acquire. Um, but I I think it is a, a really really good fit actually. So the contract is favorable in a way. And I think that a lot of talk is done about the contract. And I'm going to get into some of Chad's concerns in a second. Uh, he's making $22 million this season. And he has a weird kind of contract in which his, his money declines every year. So he's making $22 million this season. And then next season, he's making $20 million, And then the next season, he's making $18 million, And then he's a free agent in 2023. So essentially, if you trade for him. You get him under team control for two and a half seasons, uh, which I think is good. And I think that at you know if you're paying Harrison Barnes the last year of his contract, $18 million, I don't think that's a big deal. Right? Right. Um, it, he's, and he's still relatively young. I believe he's 28 right now. So you're getting, yeah. you're getting his prime years uh, right when you need him. Uh, and and he, his contract expires the same time uh, as Jimmy's, I believe. Um, and, and it matches up well with Bam. Perfect. Uh, so it, it's, it's really good. And like, you're not like, this isn't, uh, if you trade precious or, or Duncan, then you're not, you're, you're not paying those guys anyways. And, and Tyler's, uh, rookie deal will be up by then too. So it, it makes too much sense yeah. for the heat. Like, that's for the, the heat, for the heat from a set for the side. So the, the other thing I wanted to get to him, because some people are like, well, the contract and, and the salary cap space. Remember, the heat aren't going to have a ton of cap space in 2021, 2022. Right. They're going to have about, you know, in the mid 20s in cap space. They're not going to have a max slot. And if they absorb Harrison, 
they can re-sign Duncan with the bird rights. So that's not going to be an issue for them. Resigning Gorin, I don't think is also going to be an issue. They're probably going to give him some three for whatever, right? They're going to some right. sort of team for. I imagine that's kind of what there is. And and my thing is, you know, you have a team last season that had a guy like Duncan producing on a nothing contract. You had guys like Tyler producing on a nothing contract. Jay Crowder producing for you on a nothing contract, right? Bam producing for you on a nothing. Kendrick Nunn. They had all these guys that were really cheap and they were able to kind of build around and they had a shot at it and they blew it, right? Because they don't have Giannis and that's gone. So now they have this cap space. They had to extend Bam. Now the dream is gone. And I think the idea of just waiting for free agency for this magical person that is nebulous is been kind of what the organization has done since LeBron left. And there's a guy that could potentially be available to be had. And you're just like, he's going to eat our cap space and our flexibility. I don't, you got to win now. Jimmy's 30 years, 31 years old. Goran is, is up there. You know, you're not going to have Tyler cheap forever. You're not going to have Duncan cheap forever. You know, you have right now a core of guys that is affordable and good. And you need to capitalize on that. You can still add in the buyout market. So if you trade for him, right, and whatever you give up, you can still add a guy like Ariza at the buyout market or whoever becomes available. Blake Griffin, whoever the hell is available in the buyout market, you're going to be able to get because you have not only an injury exception, but you have the buyout exception. You have you have cards to play. That's what I was going to ask. Yep. That's what yeah. I was going to ask. So, they have other contractual, you know, pieces. It makes sense. And I think that people complaining about it, like kind of, again, this nebulous idea of, you know, whatever for, and Siobhan, I saw you like shaking your head because it's, it's been an, and I've fallen victim to it, but it's a little annoying that they keep waiting for the next guy and it just never happens. It's so annoying. Like we gotta, we gotta like be able to dream other things, right? It's okay. You know, that 2010, you don't like the chances of that occurring with that type of star power, the way that it happened, what it, you know, kind of it's ripple effects. Like, I don't know that you're going to see that replicated. Right. So let yourself be open to, to moving on to other avenues of winning other ways to win. Um, and, and I think you're right to, to have, um, to have an athlete, to have a, multi-dimensional player like a Harrison Barnes on a contract while he's 28, he's still, you know, approaching prime, maybe if not, you know, a year or two out, like to, to have that under contract at a number that's steadily declining while still having your mid-level. You said we have the biannual also, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you know, there's ways that he fits that he doesn't, hinder you. You're going to be overpaying guys who don't offer you enough to be worth the money. They don't offer you enough of an array of things. And we've seen what that looks like when our main guys are out. So I think it's I think it's a, a move to be had. Like you said, it matches up perfectly with some of the guys' expiring contracts and stuff like that. Um, I like it. So let's uh, let's get into some of what chat's saying. Because some chat's in on it, some of them's not. We have some people saying they need a traditional center. They can't do this anymore. They shouldn't play small. And Frankie, I get the concerns with that because, you know, the Lakers are big, right? And and the 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 damn Sixers are big, right? But 
I think that's a little overstated because in, in the finals, you know, really LeBron at the four with AD at the five is kind of where that ended up. And, you know, Jimmy is going to guard LeBron anyway. Like you can't, you know, you're not asking a tradition. I mean, and like, what are you going to get a big stiff to guard Anthony Davis? Like Anthony right. Davis is not posting you up. He's, yeah. he's on the perimeter, like killing you. So I don't understand. And with the Sixers, I mean, they play Joel and a lot of times they're playing Ben Simmons at the four. I mean, like, mm-hmm. what you, you need a, you need, I mean, you want, you want Bam guarding and beat anyway. So who is going to go down low and you're going to double anyway, because that's just how the heat have always done it. Like they're going to send help and they're going to rotate. I don't care who's on Embiid. Yeah. So I don't see the point in like really investing in like, I mean, unless the guy is John Collins, but again, he's going to require a max and your money starts. Now that really gets even more money. You know, you're talking about Harry at, at 18 million and Collins at whatever, 28, almost right. 30 million. It, it starts to change. You didn't fit. I was waiting, listening closely to see if you asked the question. You didn't. I didn't. It was just kind of like <laughs> I, I threw a bunch of words and yeah. topics. And you kept like, talking. Kind of, you what do you think, Frankie? Yeah, he implied the question. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just fucking with him. <laughs> this is how we work. It's kind of like I, I kind of throw a, bad, I throw a bad lob. It's a lob without direction. Okay. He's, he's Norris Cole throwing lobs out I'm, here. <laughs> Joey Shout just didn't want to catch it. Joey let it sail. Exactly. <laughs> um. I, I think the the fit thing with Bam being a four five, you know, Bam is is very versatile. He's one of the few fives that can play the four uh, consistently. But you you, it's the same thing as most of those guys. You need a guy who can space the floor, uh, and with him, if you're gonna like, you can play with Kelly, who's more of a five than a four. But that's because Kelly can uh, ha- theoretically is a shooter, not this year. Um, and you need versatility. Um, all these guys who, who are worried about. Uh, the heat playing small consistently, you know, they're playing really small most of the time. And and you're playing with a four in Andre that it can't give you the shooting uh, or offensive weaponry that makes him a two-way player. And he's a million and, years old. Exactly. And, and Absolutely with, frankly. with, uh, with Jimmy and Bam not being shooters as well, that's where you're, you're playing with three guys who, uh, Andre's the only one who shoots and he, and he's like very reluctantly a shooter. Um, he has to be, he hesitates on his wide open looks a lot. So you're, you're missing out on those guys like a Jay Crowder. Who's, who's not that big. Jay Crowder's only like really like six, 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 five. He's like uh, Harry size. Kind of. He's, like, no, he's smaller than him. He's like, he's like a, a there's he's, shooting guards. He's bigger shorter than him. than him, but he's stockier. Yeah. He's stockier. He's wide, but Harrison, Harrison is wide too. And he's yeah. got the length. He's got the wingspan and he's tough, and, but he's got the consistent shooting. He's way more of a consistent shooter than Jay. Um, except for the 2016 finals when they needed him the most, but you need it. I, I, th- I think the long run, you're best off playing like that. Can I say something about that? Because I've had a lot of people in my mentions bringing that up. And then they transversely also bring up Trevor Ariza, who very famously had a game to beat the Warriors and missed. What did he miss? Like 10 threes in that game? Like, he can't do that to Harry and then say, I want Trevor Ariza. Like, we can't do that. He's the worst of those two options. I think... I think Frankie, you're, you're, you're absolutely spot on, right? Like, the thing about a small ball lineup, when it works, is because it's it's like so beautiful to watch it's so delicate like there's a very fine line between like the type of players that fit and so the I don't think that the issue is necessarily um I think we need more size and we could use a five but a traditional five unless we're going to change the complete way that we play um that's just not that's not uh 
it's not feasible at the moment. So right. the th- like when you commit to small ball, though, you have to make sure it is the proper assemblage of pieces. Um, and you can't like undervalue or overvalue any one kind of facet of one of those pieces because you see very quickly, like when taking a J out, the whole equilibrium is thrown off, right? Yeah. And then you further remove DJ and then more things of your offense and your defense kind of thrown off. Like it's doable, but you have to make sure that the pieces uh, cohere in a way that that make it, you know, work. Uh, so we ran a little poll on our on our Twitch chat. Uh, which player would you not include in a trade for Harry B? And Tyler Hero won narrowly with 47% of the votes. Duncan barely with 42. Uh, 11% said any of them can go. Uh, Precious and Kendrick, people seem pretty uh, quick to to depart with, which brings us to the trade scenario. Uh, So the homies at Crabsma Peddler of the Deuces Podcast Network uh, kind of put this trade together on Twitter, and I kind of liked it. I I am going to add a piece, though. Uh, So they're sending he get Harry. Uh, The Kings get Avery Bradley, Myers Leonard, Moe Harkless, Precious Achua, uh, a 2022 second round pick. And I would add Kendrick Nunn um, because... I think that's right. I mean, like, that's just not enough for the Heat. And I think, especially with Kendrick's play, kind of giving them another option, a guard, another shooter, because um, God knows what they want to do with Buddy Heald. I I think that trade works for the Heat. I think I've asked some Kings people. They said, do you have a couple more second rounders? Which, at that point, can you flip Kendrick for some second rounders? You know, they have guys that I think they can flip for some second rounders to get that done. Um, you know, I think you want to give Myers over Olenek because Olenek's just playing for you. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of need the body. Yeah. Uh, I think Andre too. Um, which I, I want to bring up. A, Andre a separate too. Question. What? Andre too. No, like what? Andre, you, you need him? to keep him. Or yeah. Keep, look. Okay. I mean, I was gonna ask you in a, in a second, like, who would you rather keep, KO or or Andre? Uh, but mm-hmm. like before we get into that, like, is there? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that trade? Uh, people said it's not people in chat say it's not realistic. I've asked Kings people and they said that's pretty good. That'll be about what we would ask for, except if you can get a couple more second rounders, <laughs> then it gets interesting. See? I love back to back. Sorry, Sean, but back to back comments. It's that's a lot for Harry. Harry being the second one's like, that's not even realistic. See? <laughs> that's nuts. Right. <laughs> because. Because I believe both of those things are correct. Right. <laughs> like if. If that is what that takes, like if that's all that that takes, and to me that's a, if that's all type of situation, if that's all that that takes, then that's absolutely what you do. Like the 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 further away you can stay from the names of Hero and Duncan, um, then you do that. And then Iguodala, you know, um, we'll talk about KO versus Iggy, you know, later. Um, but yeah, I think you absolutely do that. And if, you know, Kendrick is the, Kendrick is like, the the most prized of that package of pieces and if that's what that requires still without oh, you think over Achua, you think pressure none is a more valued i think they both are i think i think kendrick sweetens it like you said you would just throw it in if they don't ask for it i don't throw him in because kendrick has to get paid kendrick, right kendrick's a free agent next season that, i think that, that, that right? also, uh I, I think we i think he needs to be real well I guess there'll be a market for him. I don't know. I think um, he, could, he could get like a decent contract. He's not going to get like a. Right. So like then, okay. So six. See, Restricted I think, free agent. see if six is absorbable, then I would keep that. But if that's, you know, the next highest of the name of pieces that it required to get Harrison, I think you do it too. Um, I'm super cool with that trade package. 
And I like Precious. And I really, really like Precious. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, for them, uh, I think Precious is definitely the headline of that package. Um, and it works out for them because Bagley is very much not a five. Uh, he's, as Nikias, uh <laughs> says, he's one of the worst drop defenders uh, in the history of basketball. Uh, just has like no defensive instincts at all. Um, and Rashawn Holmes is going to be a free agent after this year. And Precious it was the first year on his rookie deal. Two-way guy. He can he can uh, guard one through five. He's athletic, rebounds, hustles. That's he's great exact- upside. Upside. I, I'm good, sure. Good screener, screener for those guards. He's he's going to be beloved. He, he's going to be everything that Hassan Whiteside isn't. And that's exactly <laughs> what you look for in a big. Baby Bam. See, yep. Hassan going to have nightmares again. <laughs> Precious to Sacramento. <laughs> Why do they follow me? <laughs> I agree. I, 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 I agree with y'all. Um, I, I don't think Kendrick should hold up a deal. If, if I mean, we know yep. that you know Duncan was what held up the Harden deal, and I just, I hope that they were. I mean, again, this is all hypothetical, but like, if it comes to, I do hope the organization has learned from its mistakes, and I just think that they have the Heat have proven that you can replace these guys. Uh, some people in chat are like, so your only three guards are gonna be Gabe, Goran, and Tyler. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I mean, like it is what it is. I mean, you and then you fill getting... out, and then you use those other things and you fill out, right? You have go ahead, my bad, you. No, 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 go, go. No, go. This is listen, this is, we're 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 a, <laughs> we're a community of interrupters. So if you interrupt me, you go, I go, we run clunky offense. That's how we go. So okay, so yeah, you have those three guards, whatever, but you still I think you still get more in the return than what you have right now that's not doing the things for you that the return will be able to do. Like I think that Harry would just do a lot, like not a lot of ball handling, but I mean I think between him and Jimmy Enough. like on the perimeter, that's you don't need the guard. I mean, like think of the big three heat. Like what were their guards? It was Tyler. I mean, it was Tyler. Dika Tyler, uh, Norris, Chalmers, right, and Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah, that and Dwayne, I guess. Yeah. But but Norris and Chalmers didn't really handle the ball. They were just spot up guys. Mhm. And you know, Gabe can do that. <laughs> and Tyler Gabe, will handle so. Max. The Struce. Mister Fourth. We've gotten so much mileage out of Mister Fourth Quarter. Oh my God. I didn't think it was that funny until Joey kept calling him that on on Hangover Time. <laughs> it's funny because it's ridiculous. It is. My favorite is because he doesn't play third quarters at, like at all. <laughs> He's always he starts the fourth quarter and he, he hits. He did yesterday. He hits a three and it's like whoa, Mister Fourth Quarter. Good for him. Oh. So we have Tiff in chat says Jimmy quote I got old knees. That's what we do in G. Listen, it is what <laughs> it is. Her voice. It's fine. What, what I mean, it's not like Kendrick Nolan was doing a lot of ball handling a couple weeks ago, right? This is the this is found money for them. We also weren't winning a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, Harry, I mean, you got to give up stuff. It's always gonna hurt. You find a you call Isaiah Thomas, you hit him up, you'd be like, "It, what's going on, man? Are you you want to work?" Shabazz Napier, <laughs> Norris Cole is playing in France. He's available. <laughs> Mario Chalmers. Let's. Um, Priyante <laughs> Weber has had a million since here. Why, why not He's one in more? Paris. Like, let's go. Like there are dudes. There are dudes to play. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with Harry. Um, so what did think, the poll say? What did the poll say between Tyler oh, they, and Duncan? Tyler. They don't want to trade, which I agree with. Yeah. 
I, I agree. Mean, with if, you I, can, I mean, if you can build a package with it, uh, um, want to credit, I think it was CH Torres that said it that uh, like Leonard uh, Kelly and precious, if that's, that's an easier deal to make. Cause the, you know, the Kings will have to cut as many bodies and stuff uh, that I think that works. Um, especially cause you know, you're getting rid of two rotation players, but you, you can probably find a free agent big to play a few 12 minutes that Bam yeah. doesn't play. Um, Dwayne yeah. Dwayne Dedman. You, you can do that. Solo is a free agent. You can, he can play a little bit off the Kelly role, the Marcus cousins, if you want to go that route, uh, the, <laughs> I don't think he'll agree for a 12 minute playing time, but you know, no, but you know at there, that there's point, options. If you're Riley, I mean, you, you, you call him and you'd be like, listen, dude, I understand you want to start and shit, but like, <laughs> we have a chance to be special. Yeah. I mean, can you come off the bench for 12 minutes behind bam? We're not asking you to go behind a dude a you've bomb. never heard of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the legit all NBA caliber center. Like, yeah. yo, can you, can you back them up for 12 minutes? Give everything you have. You'll get your shots up. And let's try to let's try to win a fucking championship. And you're doing it in a nice city. Right. You're not asking them to go to you know uh, a flyover. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to make fun of Indiana or something. But like it's a place like yeah, the damn Pacers or yeah, something. Like Oklahoma. Yeah. Yogi Ferrell. It's nice here. <laughs> make me and G and and Jack happy. He'll bring Yogi Ferrell. Where, we, why are you including me in the Yogi Ferrell? I, I said you by mistake. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm not an Indiana guy. We'll bring uh, Lynn Sanity back to Miami. Mm-mm. No, no, no. You see that? Do you see what Jeremy Lin was in the news for? <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. That was no, awful. Why are you picking on Jeremy? Eh. It's horrible. Okay, so Different conversation. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Oh, it's okay. That. No, it's fine. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so between so like, and this is going to be a conversation that I feel we're going to come into quite a bit going into trade season, because I think Andre and Ko both have value to teams, right? Like, I think Andre has been really good for them. And I think Andre should be a tool in the kit, not the tool you use every day, which is what the Heat have had to do. Yeah. And they've been, they've survived with it. But I think in reality, you want Andre to be uh, something that Andre at the four in particular is, that's an option we can go to, but it's not what we should always go to. Right. So he's really helpful for them. And obviously, we've talked at nauseum about how good KO has been, even without his shooting. So I asked both of y'all, uh, we start with Siobhan, like if, if it comes to sometime in trade trade time, you know, and I know that the player is going to matter, but just let, let's just say, who would you rather keep? Who is more important to this team's success going forward? Is it Andre or Olenek? Man. It's close. It's closer than it should be, right? Um. <laughs> It is funny that it's close because Olenek's a goofy looking dude and right. Andre is this chiseled Adonis of a human. I'm going to, but I'm going to go with Andre because that's fair. Same argument, right? Uh, when he's on. So when Andre is on, he's, he's giving you something on both ends. When Kelly is on, he's one and a half ends. I'm, hey, so I'm saying like when, when Andre is cooking, like playoff Andre, you expect to get like, okay, like, one and three fourths of the ends, right? Um, and then you know Kelly clicking. I don't know. I think I think it's Andre. I think for um, fluidity of offense, maybe it's Kelly. But for you know stopping a bucket, it's Andre. I don't know. I tend to lean toward Andre. What about you, Frankie? Um, I love Andre. I've loved Andre since he was a Philly, but I'm gonna go Kelly uh, just because I I think. Kelly's 
function. Even Kelly's bad. The team plays well with yeah. him on the floor. And uh, Andre, you know, like while he knows where to be offensively most of the times, um, he's still like there's still times where he's cutting and and just standing in the paint and and just trying to pass around the perimeter and he's like trying to intercept it and uh, and deflects his own team's passes. He's not a good finisher anymore. He's not a good shooter anymore. Uh, you know, he, he is very important for the defense defensively. He's been great, way better than he was last year. Um, but it's, I feel like that's more replaceable than, than, uh, how much of a negative he is on offense. And I think Kelly, the, the shooting, even, even though he hasn't been shooting well, he still brings gravity, um, for now. <laughs> and we'll see, we'll see if the team switch up, how they defend him. Uh, but he still brings gravity and, and you see the offense working while he's on the court. I feel the exact so. opposite of what you just said. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you go, you go. Cause that's good. Though. That. No, I feel like the literal opposite because, because well, Kelly even, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh-huh. But this is, are we saying just in general or like specifically on like a Harry B trade? Like in general. Okay, in general, like it's, I'd rather it's keep hard. Kelly. If if we're getting if it's for Harry B, then I I could see the benefit in keeping Andre because you're gonna play Harry B at the four more than so than Tiff, Kelly. So Tiff and Chat says if you're adding offense, you know you don't need Kelly he becomes more expendable, which I I agree. Yeah, so I so that's so the team functions well even with Kelly not shooting well. So you can approximate a guy being able to like give you some gravity and still not necessarily, you know, hit, especially if, you know, you're getting back offense, what you're losing. I don't know. I, now I'm, I'm conf- I confuse myself in my thoughts, but initially, <laughs> like I felt the exact opposite of what, Oh, because we've seen that, like, you think defense is replaceable. Like you, it, you feel like that's something you can go out and, and get and it. It should be, but I don't know. We, yeah. I don't know. It's not. No, I, I mean, both 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 skills are very valuable. I, yeah. I mean, you can't really differentiate offense and defense, like which one's more important uh, right. as a role, especially as a role player. Um, I just yeah. think the team functions better with a spacer at the uh, at, at the second big spot That's uh, than Andre. Like Andre, you don't want Andre playing like you. I mean, really, you you don't want either of these guys playing more than twenty minutes a game. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like I, like Andre right now, like I would his ideal role is like 15 to 12 minute player, you know, spot guy. And like, I also, uh, part of it is also the age. I don't know if Andre's going to hold up. He's we've had to play. He hasn't had uh, a chance to get a day off all season. So what are the likelihood that this 36, 37 year old is going to hold up and be ready to go for playoff time. I will say this come playoff time, because if if you're doing a trade like this, you obviously have to really think about the playoffs Mm -hmm. come playoff time. When rubber hits the road and you're playing the Nets and you're playing the Celtics oh, yeah. and you're playing the Bucks, what matters is how many wing defenders and coverages can you throw at these special offensive yeah. players, right? And I, I think we've all been in agreement that the Olympic thing is nice and cute in the regular season, but when it comes in the playoffs and when Brooklyn decides Kevin Durant's playing the four, Olenek can't be on the court. That that just goes away, mm-hmm. Right. And when the Bucks downsize with Giannis at the four, Olenek has to leave, right? And that would be the case if John Collins played as well, by the way. And I don't think people realize that, that once these teams, like these guys can't guard KD 
Maybe you can against the Nets and you can hide John Collins on Jeff Green or something. But I mean, if then they can downsize even more for KD at the five, and it doesn't matter. And that actually might help their defense like low key. But we're not taking into that. Um, but when rubber hits the road and they got to guard these teams, and the Celtics are another team that can go really, really small, Marcus Smart at center and Jason Tatum at the four. And they have a lot of offensive firepower. And I'm asking, <laughs> Brass says, geez, rubbers never hit anything. He said it twice, oh, too. <laughs> he said it twice. I just, I just beat the chat. Brass yes, the suck. <laughs> um, I just think that matters. And I think that in this league, you need to be able to do a couple of things from the championship. One of them is be able to switch on defense and throw a bunch of coverages at star players. And the other thing is shoot well. And if you tick both those boxes or one and a half of those boxes, which I think Andre and Kelly are both like kind of two halves of a complete player. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you can replace Olenek's per, not production, but just kind of contributions. Uh, yeah. Easier than Andre. Cause Andre is like, I mean, he's, he guarded LeBron in the finals last season. He guards Giannis. He guards, I mean, Simmons, he will spend time on Tobias Harris, Jason Tatum, um, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, like all these guys, all these these long athletic players, you want to keep Bam off of them until the end game. And when you don't he, want Bam to pick up fouls. And when he's not directly guarding them, <clears throat> he's conducting conducting the defense. You know, he's getting guys in position. He's talking, you know, where he is in his own. Um, I I think I I think I may go Andre. I think I, I'm I think I'm on Shabon's side, which is weird because like we all know I'm like the Kelly hipster. I love. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think you're finishing. I'm not saying close games with uh, Kelly either. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. No, I know yeah. you're not. But uh, I I think you you can address I think you can address some of uh, some of if not a lot of what Andre brings to you uh, in the buyout market in other ways uh, with a veteran with another veteran I don't know who we obviously don't know who's going to be available at that time but uh, but yeah no it, I, I mean if they get rid of Kelly instead of Andre as the salary filler I'm not going to be like upset about it like Andre's Andre can still contribute he's he definitely knows how to play wing basketball and. He brings that uh, finals MVP experience. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. 
With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get, getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. So kind of now that we're talking about like defense and stuff, I really wanted to get into what happened on Inside the NBA yesterday, which, by the way, like I really love the Tuesday show. I love Dwayne and Candace. Yes. Uh, they're great. I just love Dwayne and Candace. Like they just they make me happy. I wish they replaced the like the other crew. I wish they would just get rid of Shaq and then have like Dwayne, Candace and Kenny. And that big Vince Carter on there. No, you don't like Kenny. You're out on Kenny. It's not fun enough. Kenny, you need like Chuck. You need a wild card. Chuck, wait, Dwayne, Candace, and Chuck. Uh, I I think maybe just expand the roster. Expand outside of there. But it it was great. And yesterday, you know, there you know, there's been a lot of conversation lately, especially about you know, kind of analytics. I guess this is not a, this is not an extension of the analytics conversation, but this is more kind of how modern basketball has been really different than basketball. You know, even ten years ago, right? Like even even in the Big Three era, like the game was played very differently. So I want to play a clip from inside the NBA in which Candace Parker is teaching Shaq modern pick and roll coverages. Kind of- pick and roll but i do think that Jokic, like the nba switches now right mm-hmm. so why whatever happened because to, everybody can shoot threes whatever happened to man up <laughs> because you're gonna be manning up trying to recover back to your man and they're gonna hit a three just like Jokic did no, but whatever happened to pre-rotating and then they move the ball around and you got, you got four to five three-point shooters on the court you ain't gonna rotate enough time not rotating <laughs> my, my, not rotating yeah but you gotta take the easy pass away like, if you ain't going to switch, you got to take the easy. So that's what I'm but saying. now you have guys that can throw the ball from one side of the court and find the guy in rhythm. Yeah. But that one, that easy 1-5 pick and roll, the big is so far back like Shaq used to be all the, all the time. <laughs> and we won a championship. But, right? but here you go. Just throwing a shot at you, big fella. I love you. No, but did we win a championship? We did. Thank you. Because you started getting up on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's tremendous. I like it. It sucks because you you don't have like Candace's face of like she's like looking like Shaq has like his mouth open like you know and then Candace is like how do I explain to this dude basketball? Yeah, it was great. It's so funny. It. It's so funny because Shaq is like you know how they always say like star players are like the worst coaches because they gotta explain. Uh, like if, if the game comes so easy to them, that's that's Shaq, man. Shaq didn't never had to worry about that. Shaq, Shaq could not rotate anything defensively, and you think Phil Jackson's gonna take him take him off the, out of the game and shit? He's gonna stop playing him for forty minutes a game? It's Shaq. It's like I feel because I get the essence of where he's coming right, like lamenting 
what kind of the game has become, like the change that has taken place over these yeah. Steph over these Steph Curry years of basketball, right? And like you want to go back, you want to be able to play those traditional coverages because you want to hit the paint and drive and like challenge at the rim. You still, I find myself still desiring like a lot of those qualities of basketball, but this is not, <laughs> it's just not realistic. It's yeah. just not realistic. Like that's, that's not how the game is being played, you know, currently. And, and Candace's face is perfect because Period. she's absolutely like, like offended at Shaq's like almost not calling Shaq dumb, but she's just like, like, how do I like explain to this man without, without owning him, but like still like, why do she was like really flabbergasted. <laughs> She's like, let me try to be respectful. Right. But but you know, teach I'm about you a to little frame bit. Frame you. Yeah, let me <laughs> give you some Shaq. It's a different era. <laughs> D Wade kind of coming in is also like funny. Like D Wade's like, all right, I I I got you. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna use right. this. And then Shaq, well, like, we won the championship. Uh yeah, motherfucker. When you I won the championship. I won the championship. <laughs> No, it's definitely, what did you do? Definitely one of, like I agree with you, Siobhan, because I, I feel like there needs to be a balance. Like this, yes. I feel like this the league has trended way too far in the direction of of spacing of be of beyond the arc. And uh it, I, I think it all goes back to how they call the game. You can be real rough and physical inside, and on the perimeter, you can't breathe on somebody without them calling a foul. So I feel like if they, they went back into a little balance and stuff of uh, the rule changes and, and, you know, made it easier for the proposed guys to get a bucket inside and stuff like that. I think it'd be great for the league. I, I feel like it's, I feel like the game is more enjoyable that way when it's a balance of inside out uh, scoring and passing instead of just uh, let's threes. pick a roll, hit the open pass, shoot a three. Oh my gosh, 301 fast breaks and like everyone sprays yeah. beyond the arc drives me nuts. If one like, oh, it's, it's my soul. Uh, well, that we, I that's I don't think that's as much a product of analytics. Yes, like, it is because yes, it is because they're now taught that like the three is the more profitable, is a more efficient shot. I don't give a fuck. Take the layup. No, Take that's, the that's dunk. not true though. The layup that like I don't know, like real analytics would tell you a layup is the most profitable shot. Like a shot okay. at the rim is the most valuable shot. Second is the corner three. So it's like all three of them spray to the, there's no one still taking well, that like, like north Are south. you talking about the Washington game? I'm just not, I'm talking about basketball as a No, whole. I've seen like it. I've seen I it. I feel just in general. No, because like she says in general, um, like Curry is going to the three-point line in transition. Yeah. But he can do it. Yeah, he can it's do how it. how I feel about like he can do it. No, of course. But yeah, but but that's the thing. You see Trey Young doing it all the time. Like Trey, Tyler Tyler shouldn't do it. Yeah, Tyler should not but do St- that. But Steph and Dame can. Yeah. Right. But that's the thing. Iggy, I don't want you doing it. Iggy, give me a layup. <laughs> Iggy, you don't have to like run your damn lane, Iggy. God damn. I would rather Andre trail the the man on the ball to clean up a miss. I'm just talking about just general like. No, you gotta you gotta run your lane, bro. <laughs> like a two on one lane. I do think that there's a that there's a utility in at least one or two guys kind of spreading the floor for the ball handler one. because if you're running with him, then you're just drawing help. So I mean, I, I think if if one guy you know on the right is hitting to that corner. And you kind of give that man an easy outlet if your man does help. I do think there's a utility in that. I do agree that like these dudes just shouldn't like stop dead stop at the break, right? And wait for a pass. Like that's that's kind of dumb. 
it all depends you on your advantage. Cause like you said, like if that guy's, if there's a guy running to his lane to the corner and you have, it's a, a three on two and you have two guys collapsing inside, taking away the layup, then obviously you kick out for the three. That's what I mean. That's but terrible it, defense. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like I'm saying, like if, if they, if the, the layup is the open one and you keep working the shot, you keep passing up layups to get a three. That's, right. that's, that's fucking, annoying. That's, that's annoying. Jimmy Butler basketball. That's heat basketball. That's everybody on this damn team. Yeah. Because like, so there's been a lot made of like Brad Stevens offense that like, they just have never gotten field goal attempts at the rim. Like they're always like last in the league at like shots at the rim, which is kind of crazy. Right. Cause that, that's that. And that's why their offenses have generally stunk because they don't get easy shots. Right. But they do shoot a lot of threes, but their office has never been good. The Heat get a lot of action to the rim. They just have the dudes passing out of them. Yeah. Because, like, SPO teams have always been, how do we use space, screening, and movement to get us easy shots? How do we get to the basket, and how do we get free throws and open jumpers? Yeah. And the rest has been nonsense. And then you want a guy like Jimmy or Dwayne to get you, like, that pull-up midi when you need it, but... See, even like, even in Dwayne's so in Dwayne's latter years, right in the LeBron years, and you see them doing it a little bit, or, or I've caught it a few times. A LeBron LeBron will, will drive from like the the left wing, and Dwayne has found himself like behind the defense on the right baseline, and at the like perfect timing, right fluidity, right motion, LeBron drives, Dwayne cuts, and it's that little dump off. We've seen it, or I've seen it a couple times. I forget with who exactly. Um, but yeah, like your offense is going to function as well as, you know, the pieces that are, it's that it's built off of. Yeah. We just, we need these two more. So, okay, we don't want to take too much more time because we're running on time. I did want to preview a little bit of Heat Pels uh, because that's our last game before the break. And Siobhan is a uh, big <laughs> BI fan. So Love she's, him so uh, much. she's our Pels expert. So, I think it's kind of interesting that they have a really good offense. Like their offense has been humming lately and uh, they don't play with space. <laughs> and <laughs> what what's going on there, Shimon? So they don't play with space, but they have the other things. They have size in the guard spot. They have dynamic guards. They have a Brandon Ingram, who is a weird type of size. Um, and and they have, you know, a, a dude with a motor that's going to, you know, look to, to punish guys, even if, you know, too quick on the draw in, in Zion. They have, there's, you know, multiple ways to skin a cat. Um, but I really enjoy the way that they've, you know, figured out how to do it. I like, I like traditional kind of two big lineups and figuring out how to make that work. I still find value in that. Um, I understand where the game is currently. Um, but again, that's you either like build your roster based on how you want to play or you build your scheme based on what your roster allows you to do. But they have to be in harmony. Um, and I think what they're think the marriage of their roster and the way that Stan wants to play is a pretty good marriage. Uh, they they're interesting because their defense is similar to the heats where they don't allow anything at the rim and they're like the heat. They bleed threes. Um, and we're going to get into this on the pregame tomorrow. Siobhan's on pregame. So you're going to get a little bit more in depth, but that's going to be something that you want to look at and how the heat are going to attack that kind of those corner shots. And a lot of that Duncan relocation is going to be huge. A lot of 
maybe a Max Struess game. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully that'll get Kelly going. I mean, if the Heat, if the Heat don't hit anything, then they don't really stand a chance, even with Jimmy, because I mean, they just they really give nothing at the rim, uh, yeah. and it's it's been. Uh, but your boy Bi has played well. Lonzo's there. Eric Bledsoe. They have a lot of really good perimeter defenders. They play tough. Their offense is finally coming along. Um, so that'll be a fun game. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Frank, if you had anything to add. Yeah, the, uh, definitely what you said that they uh, pack the pain in. They they start five. Uh, I mean, four good defenders and Zion's improving. Uh, but end of the day, they start Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh Goran Dragic is Eric Bledsoe's daddy. Gutless. We know this. <laughs> Heat in five all the way. Is there a guy, is there a better player that the Heat have just so thoroughly embarrassed? I mean, I guess Eric does it to himself. <laughs> like legit play, like legit looked useless. James Harden. That's true. But, but James wasn't James then. James wasn't James then. No, he wasn't. He was like, you know, Giannis. that shocked me, by the way. I'll never forget when. He wanted to be the guy in Houston, and I was like, I mean, okay, <laughs> really? You that good? I, I, I always thought he was better than Russ, but even I was impressed. That was by a that. crazy take at the time. I, no, I just thought I, they functioned better with him. They, there was a reason their clutch time uh, lineups were hard in running the offense because Russ did. Russ is looking for that one assist. Pass. He he was the he did the rondo. I'm looking for the the play that's going to lead me to the basket, not the play that might need this pass to be the extra pass. You yeah. know, Trey Young has a little bit of that in him. Oh, a lot of that. <laughs> Trey Young definitely knows his box score. <laughs> Trey <laughs> Young's even track. Uh, so you know, speaking of kind of like the passes and, and stuff like that, I was listening to the low post the other day, and and I heard a crazy stat. That the Celtics average two hockey assists a game. Only two. Think about how many possessions are in a basketball game. Yeah. Think of how often <clears throat> Jason Tatum is trapped or double teamed. <laughs> and they only get two a game. That, I mean, the Heat have like, a, I think the Heat lead the league or, or they're in like the top three. And I know that like assists, they're especially still, when Jimmy plays, they're like through the roof. They're still missing smart though, right? Yeah, they, they. I think Smart Kemba. Kemba just got Jason, back. He's been playing. And Brown he's been playing better. Twenty eight yeah, minutes. That's a function of their roster, though, right? See, they have the ISO guys that can break a play and like stop yeah. the momentum of a hockey assist. Miami's not afforded, you know, that luxury. We have to work the ball around to get good shots because we don't. We're not just outright, flat right. out talented like that. Yeah, J- Jimmy and Bam want to give the ball up. <laughs> They're not trying to shoot yeah. the ball. I don't know why. Uh, Schmitten in chat says that package that G mentioned earlier for Harry B can also get you Lonzo. I mean, listen, if if they strike out, I, I would not mind Lonzo Ball here. Uh, that sounds really nice. Me either. That would be great. Uh, that, I don't think I don't I don't think the Pelicans give up on him and they're playing well. They shouldn't. They'd be they young too. They, I mean, they maybe they don't want to pay him and that's going to factor into that. But I mean, he's he's been playing really well. He's shooting the ball well for them. Yeah, but that's uh, I think I don't think Precious does it for that one for, yep. the, for them. I yeah. think you have to give up Duncan or, or Tyler. And at that point, I'm like, I'm out. Uh, yeah. So uh, Ninjared in chat asks, what is a hockey assist? So essentially what it is, it's kind of a secondary pass. So think about a trap, right? So if, if you come and double your man and you give the ball up to that first defender, to that first uh, teammate, and the, the help man then comes and then he'll pass it to swing pass. So when that swing pass is an assist, so when you're when you're doubled, 
to make it to make it easier. To make it easier. What am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? To make it easier, chat. If I pass it to G and G passes it to Shivana, she makes a, bu- a bucket. That I, I don't get an assist. G gets the assist, but it's it's basically a hockey assist for me. The hockey assist, right? It's the what bucket. What did I do? It's the bucket on the second pass. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like, wow, I, that was the most NBA Twitter thing I've ever done. <laughs> Uh, it was, I, I was, I was, me and Siobhan were both lost and we're like, we no, know basketball. I was, I was with you like for, for a really long while. And then Frankie popped down. I was like, okay, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> but Frankie's like, we're pulling the plug on this shit. Yo man, this will never happen on stream beat like this. Just, this. I'm, you know, we've had like three chances of this, like to have a hard out, which we know how much he beat loves hard outs, but I would be remiss if I didn't promote what we're doing, uh, all our offerings. So real quick, the locker room, download locker room. If you have an iPhone or an iPad or any sort of iOS device, download Locker Room. It is a platform. It's kind of like Clubhouse or like Discord voice chat where you can talk with us. And we're going to be doing, we're committing to two a week. Uh, We're going to do two Locker Room sessions. That's like around, they're going to be like mid-morning shows. Alf is going to host them. Alf or me, whoever's available. And uh, we're going to talk heat. We're going to talk heat for like 25 to 30 minutes. Uh, You guys can come in. You can talk to us. We can give you the floor. We do a little show. Uh, so join us for that. Join us on Locker Room. Follow at Alf954 or at GNavas103. We tweet the links a lot. So if you just look, we'll tweet it out with the pod as well uh, to follow us there and kind of all that information. It, it's a cool thing. We did our first one today. Siobhan, you were on. It was awesome. I was on. It was fun. Like it's clubhouse for sports. It was super interactive. It felt good. I see a lot of y'all from chat. We're in there. Mm-hmm. So join us. That's super fun. <laughs> Um, remember hangover time after every single game at the buzzer, win, lose, whatever. Uh, we're we're gonna have fun. So check us out. Pre-game show, always 30 minutes before the game. Uh our Patreon, patreon.com slash Miami Heapy. We're gonna plan the next watch party. Uh pretty, I think maybe we're just gonna shoot for the first week uh when they come back from All-Star Break. So if you're not, if you are a ten dollar patron and you wanna watch basketball with us, you know, join us. Uh, I think Siobhan was interested in the next one, Alf was. Last one was me, Frankie, and Jack, and we hung out with our patrons. And, and Brass. Don't, don't, and Brass. Don't exclude Brass. Come Brass on. came like at the end, though. Yeah, Brass came. All right. He can't. Brass came. Wonder Pause. producer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.